Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Build Muscle and Burn Fat podcast. Today we have a different type of episode with a guest here, Claudia. Hey. That was going to say, that's a cue, yo. <laughs> so a little bit of Claudia. I'm actually going to get Claudia to um, introduce herself to everybody. So before this, obviously we had a big chat about trying to get tech working, but now we're going to actually talk about Claudia herself. So it's all up to you now. Okay, cool. Hey guys, well, I actually asked Sean, I'm like, what should I talk about myself? So he's like, just talk about your origin story. So I am 24, I'm from Sydney, and I pretty much live and breathe fitness. Like, I love fitness, and I think that's why Sean brought me on today, just to talk about my experience in health and fitness. I was a personal trainer for about four years, so I started when I was between 17 and 18, working at the gym. Um, I trained for years before that and I also taught yoga um, I think around 18, 19 and obviously don't teach that anymore but have a huge background in health and fitness and now I actually work with a lot of um, gym owners, personal trainers but to help them grow their business instead of actually working in the fitness industry. So yeah. (laughs) So for people out there um, I wanted to bring Claudia on board because she is someone who is a, I would say, a high, high-level executioner. Executioner? That's person. I feel who like actually... that's like where you kill people, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly not that then, but someone who actually operates at a high level, very much uh, a busy person. And the reason why I brought this on board is because when you hit that time in your life, when you've maybe graduated from uni, you're trying to balance things. And I've been through this myself. You're trying to balance lifestyle with family, with career, with social life and health. These are some of the tips that we have Claudia on board to have to share with this. Now, before we touch base on that, what type of training are you doing right now anyway? Um, I would like to say I am <laughs> doing a few things at the moment. So I would say I'm doing strength training at the moment. I do have a powerlifting coach, but I don't really do powerlifting. It's mainly for strength. So strength for resistance training. I'm actually doing BJJ at the moment and oh also karate. <laughs> <laughs> doing a bit, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. So BJJ I've been doing for about a year at the moment and karate I've been doing for about two to three months. Yeah. A bit of a side note here. How do you find BJJ? Because I have a friend who always keeps trying to get me in there. And my number one pet peeve is sweat in my mouth from another person. And I'm like, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> well, I would say just close your mouth so you don't they don't sweat on you and then just choose someone that's not sweating but I really enjoy it I'm actually a little bit sad I didn't start it when I was younger because it's awesome the community in BJJ is like no other as well like everyone's very like they it's like a family it's not just like another gym it's family you like say hi to everyone it's awesome I love it I think that's one of the things that you 100% appreciate when you become older um because me coming from a commercial gym background it's so easy to go in and go well and when you're younger you join gyms with your friends then when you get older people have their own lives yeah it's like train and leave yeah I literally (laughs) walk in the gym and I walk out of the gym I'm like oh I wish I had interaction that whole time (laughs) maybe try some BJJ maybe maybe I was thinking that or CrossFit or something along the lines but anything that can CrossFit's hard I did CrossFit when I was about Seven, seventeen, or I like to say seventeen. Yeah, and it was freaking hard. Like I don't think I could do it now. 
I only want to do things when I actually have friends to talk to. And I'm actually probably, as being a personal trainer, it's really funny. I hated those guys who kept talking in my class. And I was like, I want to be that person though. I want to be a fly on the wall. Yes. You should try BJJ or even CrossFit because um, it'll be easier for you to transition. Not transition, but do, because you come from strength training, a lot of the movements you'll do in CrossFit. BJJ, I had a yoga background, I had a strength training background. And I was just like, what on earth is an <laughs> armbar? Like it took me probably... A long time like I, I'm still learning I'm still a white belt but well, it's pretty cool that's probably should be a lesson of one of the things that we're going to learn but today we wanted to, to get you to actually share some tips about you know people out there who are busy and what they can do to kind of get themselves going and finding a groove totally so, yeah I'll get you to share the first one if you don't mind yes my first tip actually is hiring coach um, and if we don't have the finances to hire a coach, I'll talk about something else that you can do that's along the same line. Um, but I'm sure you'll add on to this in a moment. But hiring a coach, like if I could redo the first two years of training myself, I would have told myself to hire one faster because once I did, I don't like since I've hired a coach, I haven't been without one for longer than like six months from when I was, I would say 17 to now 25 this year. I had like, I've only maybe had like some short breaks, you know, when you travel a little bit, you're like, no, no, not, not training. And then you come back, you always come back to coach and like, they're like, yeah, we knew you'll be back. Um, Hiring a coach. The reason why is you probably don't realize you're doing a lot of the things that you're doing at the gym wrong. Um, and I'll give you an example of this. When I first started training at the gym, all I did was go on the treadmill. I followed some influencer program that actually was not too bad, to be honest. Now I look back at it, it was actually pretty good. Um, followed some influencer program, did it for like six months. And then a trainer at a gym called Fit and Fast. And they had like this, I don't know if you guys have this in Perth, but it's like a 30 minute circuit where they put a bunch of random machines and you just do the random machines as far away from everyone. We used to have that. There's a gym in um, WA called... Yeah curves and it was only for ladies and they yeah. only had the um not the weight plated machines but hydro only machines you know the ones that were like only generated by air power so they only have one resistance yeah okay yeah <laughs> that's, that's crazy um that's cool well uh, i don't think it's very effective but <laughs> no, it's not. people but the had the circuit it was like a half hour circuit i swear that circuit for six months every time because i just didn't want to go to the weight room like oh my god there's mm. so many people there and i actually have a really strong upper body because now because all those machines which is upper body machines triceps machines like cables and that's all i knew and like honestly if i had gotten a personal trainer back then um i would have like i would have known what i was doing i probably would be a less little less injured a few years later from like just stronger muscles and imbalances so that would be my advice that's one of the reasons proper technique the second reason is they're gonna keep you accountable um because you're one paying them which means like unless you want to waste money every week you're probably gonna do what they tell you to do and also um they're going to tell you exactly what to do. Uh, maybe you'll tweak it a little bit, but you don't have to think about, hey, like this is what I need to do. I feel overwhelmed at the gym. They just tell you exactly what to do and you just do it and then you're finished. It's almost like getting a to-do list at work and you just you just follow the to-do list and your work day is done. And you're like, cool, that's productive. No, that's 100% right. And yeah. 
I have to make sure I remind myself this when I'm learning new things. Yes, it's hard, but it'd be twice as hard trying to think that I knew the answer, but really I'm walking in the wrong direction of something that I need as Sean myself. So technique, form, learning things. But another one that a lot of people don't realize is the information overload. And did mm -hmm. you ever find yourself in this kind of predicament? Yeah, for sure. Um, there's so many things out there, like there's influencers posting their favorite workout. There's someone else that's telling you that they did this to lose weight. Then there's someone else on like saying, hey, ChatGPT gave me this great workout. <laughs> <laughs> right. So there's so much information. Um, and honestly, if you probably follow something for long enough, you'll get see some sort of result, but it might not be like specific for you right like you might have an injury you might have an autoimmune disease you like might like just need some support there's so there's so many variables right and I always say this from a business standpoint as well Sean like you might come to me or you might go to business coach and you're like oh I've tried all these fins and they'll strip it back to like the basics like hey just do this for three months and then we'll test another fin and see like how that goes because they're just giving you guidance. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, definitely. And what gets you from plan A or point A to point B won't necessarily get you from point B to point C. And most people will think, oh, well, I lost this much amount with plan A to point, or point A to point B. So if I just times it by 10, I should get all the way to the end where I want to be. But yeah. the body is a unit of homeostasis. It needs to actually fight against what is fighting on it. So unfortunately, it doesn't quite work like that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and then touching on that, like if you're not in the position to hire a coach, that's completely fine. What I would suggest is actually finding someone and you can find this on a Facebook group. You can go to your friends, you can family and finding an accountability partner and setting a goal together and then keeping each other accountable to that goal. Um, so when I actually, to stop personal training I, like surprisingly actually became more difficult to go to the gym <laughs> so what I did is one of my um clients that I used to train and he's like actually a client of mine in my current business I was like hey do you actually want to train together like two three times a week and we'll just train together like you obviously don't pay me because I don't do more and we will train together every morning at 6 a.m and we've been doing that for three four three four years now and like, yes, I've canceled a few times. Yes, he's canceled a few times, but it keeps us accountable because no one wants to get up at 5.30 and go to the gym at six. Like <laughs> I love fitness, but I just, I still don't want to do that, but I don't want to let my friend down even more. So I'll go. Um, and that's, it's done in the morning. It's gone. Um, otherwise you wake up, your bed's warm, you snooze the alarm. You're like, I'll just train later. And then your day gets so busy. You don't have that time to train. So you'll be very surprised how many people actually have a very, they want to either lose weight, they want to look good, they want to get into health fitness, they'll come to the gym with you or at least you guys can text each other in the morning and be like, hey, did you train today, right? Yeah. And you have to pick someone that will actually, you, you both won't go, yeah, let's both not train. <laughs> Don't be an enabler. <laughs> um. So that would be my suggestion. Do you have anything to add on to that? I just want to say like accountability is something that, at times is tough and you do want someone who's going to kind of lay the smack down on you when you need it. Yeah. So if you're just being, you know, out of, out of whack, 
you want someone who's going to go, hey, look, pull yourself together. And as a coach, actually, I would say this is one of the hardest conversations that we have with people mm-hmm. because you can't teach it. You actually, you yourself as a person need to learn to accept it. Um, so accountability is so good. And actually, I'm not sure if you've probably read this book, but have you ever read read um, Extreme Ownership? I actually saw him speak last okay. year in America. Um, Junko jo- jo- Will- Willink. Will- well, like, yeah, I can't say his last name. Um, I've heard that book has been, like, everyone talks about that book, but I heard it's really good. 100% recommend it. If not that, David Goggins, because he's a bit more on the art, hardcore side. And I'd say for one thing, but both of them are a bit too hardcore for me. But being able to switch that on and off when you need it, because you may need it for 30 minutes of the day, it's something that kind of still gets me going. Um, but making sure you find that balance, because you don't want to burn yourself out. Totally, totally. Um, I'm going to put those two on my list. I've heard of both of them, but I haven't read it. There's actually a book that's very similar to that. Um, I think it's called, oh, what is it called? It's called Relentless by Tim Grover. And then there's another one called Willpower Doesn't Work. Yeah. Um, that one's more about if you are struggling with health and fitness, getting a routine, I would really recommend Willpower Doesn't Work because it talks about why you're actually struggling to, to hit your goals. I'm going to um, add that one to my list now. Yeah, that'll be a good one for your clients um, to like learn. And you're like, there's stuff that in there, you're like, oh, that makes sense. I kind of knew this, but I can now implement this for my clients so they reach their goal faster. Amazing. I'm going to add that to this. I'm going to make sure you send it to me after this as well. I will. I'll send you all the books. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the next part of the little tip that we can give? So we've given someone the ability to actually find a coach. And then point number two, I'd say that'd be actually the accountability partner as well. Yeah. What else works for someone who is as busy as yourself? I think the next one is actually prioritizing rest and recovery because honestly, if you're tired, you're just not going to want to do anything. Um, if you feel good, you've slept well, you slept eight, nine, seven, seven to nine hours, whatever your hourly sleep is, you're going to feel better. Like you got in the morning, you'll feel like you want to train or at evening, if, if you train in the evening, you'll feel like you want to train. You feel like you'll have energy to meal prep. And you just won't feel lethargic, right? So a lot of people don't actually prioritize sleep and recovery. I ask them, like, how many hours? Like, it's very common. If you ask anyone, you ask them how much sleep they got, they'll say, like, five or six. And that's, like, not healthy because that increases um, a hormone. Is it, gre- is it gremlin? Grem- 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 I'm going to agree gremlin. with you in this one. <laughs> and, um, increases some sort of hormone. I think it starts with G. I can't remember. Um well, it makes you more hungry. So you've got to snack more, like you're going to want more sugary stuff. You're going to want foods that are probably not good for you. Um, so yeah, prioritizing rest and recovery. Having a sl- wind down and sleep routine is really going to help that. Um, I know that's not possible for everyone, but it, maybe there's like one or two things that you can do that like become a ritual for you to actually sleep better and get a better, like a better quality of sleep. As a person who spends a lot of time you know, working with people and you're using your brain quite a bit, you're on the computer quite a lot, so blue screen exposure is high. What's some yeah. of your wind-down routines that you could share? I would say blue light glasses um, at night. I actually, I take sleep very seriously. Like my partner, he's like, I've never met anyone that loves sleep as much as you. Do. <laughs> I love sleep. Um, so blue light glasses. So if you, you turn your phone off, if you can't turn your phone off the computer off because you're working, Cool. Use black light, light glasses so it doesn't disrupt your sleep. Um, 
because blue light's not good at night for sleep. Uh, another thing I would say is take magnesium. So um, taking magnesium is going to regulate your nervous system but also give you deeper sleep as well. And you can't just do it for one day and go, bro, it didn't work. You have to do it for a week and you'll see the difference. And um, I think it's a brand that's pretty good for magnesium. I can't remember what it's called, but they sell it at the chemist. It's like a powder one. It's green. It's not green. It's blue and red. I'll find I'll find a name of it. You maybe yeah, definitely it. share that one. But um, I actually hundred percent agree with you on that one. Like it's so funny you mentioned that for the yeah. last two months. So the whole month of December, I had like a chest infection. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't lie down. So I was sleeping probably two hours a day, and yeah. it messed me up. And yeah. so in January, I was like, okay, I need to retake my sleep seriously, like you said. And I couldn't recommend anything yet and i heard people mention exactly what you said with the blue block blue light blocking glasses and magnesium the brand that's good i'm I'm not sponsored by anyone by the way (laughs) i just use it brands um there's a there's a brand that's pretty good for like blue light glasses and then i actually track my sleep so i use something called a aura ring i'm sure there's like garments apple watches oh yeah aura that's amazing yeah, so it tells me when I sleep bad and then it gives me data to actually fix it. So I think you actually need data to fix your sleep. So whether you have a, everyone's got an Apple Watch, a Garmin these days, even if phone tracks their sleep, I don't know how, but it does. Um, and then I like lo- a lot of people in your audience will be women, lavender oil, like essential oil really helps as well. It helps you. I mind. wish I was sponsored by doTERRA right now because that'd be amazing because I use that yeah. diffuser every single night. Yeah, you can just get lavender oil from the chemist. There's like so many brands. Everyone sells lavender oil these days. Mm. Um, it really helps you wind down for your sleep. And then just playing some sort of like meditation in the background, like just sleeping music on Spotify, just go sleeping playlist. All that combined, you have the best sleep ever. And then you can come on my profile and thank me. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the biggest things that people don't realize is the benefit that you get from the gym is not from in the gym itself. It's from how hard you recover from the gym to do the next session. Yeah. And that's why there's so much money spent in, well, elite athletes. I know we're not elite athletes here. Yeah. But if it's good enough for a Lamborghini, it's good enough for me. I'm happy for that. <laughs> yeah, totally. And you know what actually will make you sleep really good? Training in the morning or in the afternoon or at night because it's going to tire you out and you'll get a great sleep. Um. Honestly, if you get a great sleep, everything else flows well <laughs> the rest of the day. If you get a bad sleep, everything is a disaster. <laughs> Not all the time, but you can notice when you're more moody, like you eat more and like things start to become a bit more chaotic. You can always yeah. track back to sleep. As a person who's deprived, I was very much deprived of sleep for almost five or six years being a personal trainer. You, yeah. know, you get into the first appointment at 4.30, you work through to 12 o'clock, you have a small little three-hour gap in the middle of the day and you train more people from four o'clock to seven o'clock and you just repeat. Yeah. I never knew I was sleep-deprived until last year when I closed down my studio. And I just remember one morning I was in the office doing some work, so in the studio, and my wife was home. And I was like, good morning. You want some breakfast? And she goes, who are you? And why do you have so much energy in the morning? And I was like, I don't know, I feel great. And I think she's like, I think it was sleep deprived for the last five years. I've never seen you this energetic in the morning. And it was so funny when we realized that I just forgot what it felt like to be 
energetic from sleep and not from just caffeine trying to carry me through the day. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's this is not gonna have its own section, but like guys, if you drink five coffees a day, there's something wrong. Like don't drink five coffees a day. Yeah. Like, it's not good for you, no matter how much like research says that coffee's good. They say one cup is good, not five. Yeah, um, yeah. I've had to regulate a lot of my caffeine. I went from three coffees, two monsters and two pre-workouts a day to one coffee a day and one decaf coffee a day because I just can't get over the taste of it. Oh my gosh. I love coffee. I actually used to work as a barista when I was younger, but I'm sensitive to coffee for some reason as I got older. So I maybe drink it four times a year now. Oh but my I, have gosh. De- I have decaf, but I didn't realize once that decaf actually has caffeine in it. I drank it in the nighttime and I didn't sleep till 3 a.m. I was like, what the heck? And I oh Googled it and it has caffeine in it. I didn't never knew that. There's this one time, a side note, this is so funny. I was one time I went to a Vietnamese restaurant and I offered, I ordered a cafe soda, which is a Vietnamese coffee. Yeah. And I had it and I didn't sleep for six days. I like closed my eyes and woke up and it was four hours every single time. It felt like it was five minutes. So it messed me up for four days. And I was I actually had a bit of phobia from Vietnamese coffee for the last few years as well. Wow, you... Uh... There You're was no regulation on these. Coffee. I swear, this this auntie probably did like six scoops, and she's like, "Let's just give it to him because he's a bigger size boy." <laughs> oh, like he just he probably put sugar. It's like it tastes good for him. <laughs> it was very very good, but so <laughs> let's move on oh. to our next point because we could just talk about this all day. Yeah, caffeine. Um, I, I love caffeine though. Um, like I love the taste of caffeine. It's just not very good for me. And that's um, it's not a tip, but like some things, even though you like, it doesn't mean you can have all the time. Um, yeah. just doesn't work. And then I've got one more. This is my, I would say this is my last one, but probably my most important one. And it's something I, someone, one of my mentors taught me. It's something like I teach my clients, and it's taking responsibility. Um if you're not where you are in your life, like, like your health, where you want to be, there's probably some choices that you made along the way that have led you here. Right. It's not like, maybe not, like, maybe not, but just take responsibility for everything that like has happened, like happening to you. Right. If you like, don't, if you don't have time to train, like don't blame it on the fact that it's your schedule. It's like, you probably could have put some time in your schedule. Right. Um, if you don't have time to meal prep, you probably could have like set aside time, like on Sunday to buy the groceries. And I'm not saying this is a one size fits all, like this might not, um, <laughs> this might not relate to the situation you're in, but most people, I'd say 90% of people who will, like you probably could have put some time and effort into like planning a week better. So when someone says like they didn't have time, um, I don't really believe that. I just think they didn't prioritize and then they want to blame the fact that they didn't have time. Um, so what my clients actually do when they come to me now is just like, Claudia, like, I don't want to give you excuses. I'll just do it. I- I'll do it. Cause they just know I'm just, I'm not going to, I'm never yell at anyone, but I'm just going to say, let's break this down and see like what you actually did in a week. Right. Mm. Um, so taking responsibility and you're going to feel a lot more empowered that way because everything's your fault. And like, even if something might not be your fault, like someone ruined your schedule of meeting, just be like, well, I said yes, so I need to take responsibility for that. And trust me, your life, like all your results will be a lot better once you take responsibility. Mentally as well, because you, this was a lesson that I I say is like a $10,000 lesson is when I had hired a business coach actually, yes. and I didn't do any of the work. And I <laughs> actually had to go, well, did they give me the resources? Yes. Did I set time aside? No. 
did I actually implement what was done? No. So it was my own actual mistake. And although for some people out there, it may not be a $10,000 mistake from business coaching, and this is not a business coaching podcast, everything that you do is always going to be somewhat translated to another part of your life. So how you treat your health and fitness is probably going to be how you treat family time, how you treat education, how you treat learning a new skill or taking on a new job. And the sooner you realize that, the faster and the better as well. Your life becomes and your health becomes, honestly. Like not blaming outside situations like, mm. oh, someone bought takeaway or like work had a party, there's an engagement, so I had to ruin like my like it's fine. You can incorporate all of that into your lifestyle. It's just like, hey, you've got seven days, you can eat healthy for most of them and you can still have a life for like you still have a life. You still go out breakfast, but you don't need to do that like seven days a week. You don't need to like get takeout or Uber Eats seven days a week, right? You actually find, bring up a very, very funny point. Um, I had a client who had no time to go to the grocery stores, but always had time to buy Uber Eats. And I made a suggestion. I was like, hey, look, why don't you actually sit down and write down a grocery list and buy it from, they say, Coles Delivery, and they will give it to you. And that's just a completely different concept to them. They're like, no, why would I do that? I was like, well, because it stops you from getting Uber Eats and getting <laughs> cheeseburgers six days a week. And that concept was just like, I can't do that. Mm. I was like, why? And mm. he really didn't want to make that change. And we, I do work in an industry where people want, and you probably do too, they want long-term problems solved with short-term solutions. Yeah. But, it's how everyone works these days. And I would say to that, like, he could have done that. He just didn't want to. And that's fine. Like, never force, like, you probably are like, similar to me. You never force someone to do something if they don't want to. But at the end of the day, if they're complaining about the weight or like their health, like, or anything, their choices led them there. They could have probably just get a meal prep company that preps all their food, right? But they don't want to. And you just have to say, I don't want to sometimes, which is fine. But then you can't complain about the results that you're not. Yeah. And that's the whole concept of if you've made your bed, now you have to sleep in it. Yeah. Uh, I also think as well, um, have you heard of the... By the way, I don't recommend this challenge to anyone. Have you heard of 75 Hard? I like, have heard of the 75 Hard. I am actually not for it. And I really... <laughs> but it's, it's intense. I don't recommend this. Um, yeah. Unless I, I would recommend that maybe if you've been training for like five, six, seven years, to be yeah. honest. It's not It's not a big enough thing. Don't, don't search it. But to give you context, it's just like, it's just a few habits that you implement like a day. Um, but it's a level where it's very like, intense. And I started it last month um, just because I want to kick some bad habits just from Christmas and stuff. And I actually saw my business grow and like everything like became better. And I truly believe when you work on your health and fitness, like you respect yourself more and your energy, like you kind of, what's the word? Your energy shows that. And um, like you, every everything in your life also gets better, right? Mm. So like if you train and like, do it in a sustainable way. Um, that's why I don't recommend seven five hard. Don't search it. Don't do it. <laughs> do what I say, not as I do. <laughs> um, or just to be fair, I've been training for like ten years, so mm. I, I also reckon um, it's it's not the worst thing in the world. Like you have to choose one thing, and like this wouldn't kill you. It's just very like hard, and most people give up after two weeks anyway. So it's no point. Um, <laughs> it's more of a mental challenge, but. 
I do think like you respect yourself more because you feel better, you feel more confident and it reflects in other areas of your life. You well. definitely start to appreciate the energy that you have and what time you have limited for. Yeah. Um, I was actually talking to this about my wife and I'm sure you can agree too. When you have these social interactions and things that happen outside of your life and you have to attend or whatnot, you realize that people will either charge your batteries or they'll absorb them. And I do find myself going, if I go to this event, will this deplete me or will it actually fill me up or will it recharge me? And you start to really go, okay, I only have 100% of me. What can I actually delegate to other things before I have no time for me and no energy for myself? Yeah. And it's really, really powerful when you start thinking about it that way too. Totally. You take care of yourself. You take care of others in your life as and well. Actually, coming from that background as well, um, we always say this in my house. My parents came from, you know, kind of like a, a, a worse background where they had to work. It was survival mode. Mm. And us as, I'm not sure about yourself, but, you know, children of immigrants, yeah, you take that on board. Then we start to realize we can actually start to use money as a resource to help us look after ourselves, so that mm. we can look after other people first or second after we look yeah. after ourselves. Yeah. And that's not something that a lot of people have learned to do just yet. Totally. Yeah, yeah. It's, they they do work for survival, and it's like I don't think one of my clients are actually telling me this. He he said like I hired a personal trainer for my mom, but my mom was like, "Why did you waste money?" Because <laughs> yeah, it's like Asian. He's like, I could just do this on YouTube or like WeChat. Yeah, not quite <laughs> the same. That. Um, but yeah, like we can put our resources into that. And when I feel better, like I don't have any kids now, or but like when I put time and resources my health and like I'm sure in the future my kids see me training they're also gonna adapt like that mentality they're gonna be like oh training's just normal like I thought everyone trained right and we're living in a society it I think it's bad now but whatever happens in the future it's gonna get worse when it comes to technology and hate to bring it up with the whole universe and changing but AI is coming up VR is gonna go up everyone's gonna be using technology a lot more People are going to be less sedentary or more sedentary, should I say. Um, I actually had a client put, or actually my client said that she has a seven-year-old and he wanted to get a, a Fitbit or something that could track his steps too because he yeah. saw mom and dad do it. And I thought that was freaking adorable. Cool. And sick. and she's looking at his steps, a seven-year-old, and he gets 22,000 steps every day. And Damn. we're just like, I'd be lucky to get seven. And it's just a, it's so much of our life, obviously, ch- things change but how much we forget what our body can actually do and allow us to do if we give it the opportunity as well. That's awesome. You know what that reminded me of? Um, when you said AI and like VR, um, actually as a joke, I think when AI came out, I put it on chat GPT. I'm like, okay, let's do this. Like I was doing it with clients. I was like, how do you lose weight without doing anything? But AI was like, you can't lose weight without doing anything. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. Good job, AI. <laughs> yeah, it's it's smart. It knows. It knows. What you can do, anyone that's listening, if you want to use chat GPT and you want to make something healthy, just look at the ingredients in your fridge. Be like, okay, I've got bread. I've got chicken. I've got vegetables and salad and whatever. In my fridge, can you make me 10 versions of a healthy recipe for me to cook? There. Oh my gosh. I'm going to have to try this. 
it's awesome um but yeah this is awesome is there anything else you had questions about or want to ask or at this point in time no you've shared a lot of details especially for the people out there who are trying to find balance on career health social life that's probably one of the hardest parts of anyone's life I find for myself when I was during that age of 25 to 30 yeah I didn't really know who I was as a person and so health was one thing that I fell on but then other things started to fall apart, including you know, career, relationships, um, family. Mm. And this is why I wanted to have this kind of discussion where you can save time and effort and find something that can work for you, especially when mm. you know someone like yourself who's so busy can share these things um, and still also find time for those things as well. Totally. How old are you? Oh, I thought you were like 26 or something. No, I'm 31 this year. Wow. Asian Janes. I love it. <laughs> I still get carded at the casino when I walk through to get to my car. Don't still- I still I still do as well, but it's mainly because of my height. Because I'm like 150, so they're like you can't you can't be in your 20s. I'm so 181 centimeters, so I don't know how that's going to translate. I could hold a kid, and I'll still probably get carded. To be honest, you you enjoy it, like you enjoy- <laughs> once they stop asking, that's when you know you're old. Well, when I was watching uh, Physical 100, all these guys were like, yeah, I'm 40 this year. I was like, what? I thought they were in their 30s or 20s. I was like, is it oh my good? Gosh. I heard um, my partner started watching it. Is it- 100% watch it. It is not favoured to the ladies, which I think I'm going to ha- talk about later on um, in another podcast, but it's a good watch. It yeah. gives a lot of perspective. And um, to be honest, I'm not jealous of any of the tests. I don't want to do any of them. <laughs> Oh, I want to watch it and I will watch it on the weekend when I'm eating snacks. I'll coach them from my couch eating snacks. <laughs> it's great. It's, it's a great watch. Um, awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Chloe. I know you're a busy person and I always 100% appreciate when people give time because that's something that you can't get back. So um, for people out there who want to follow you, I know you don't put as much health and fitness out, but maybe you have someone who's in the beginner stages of their business or running a business as well. Um, what can they do to find out what you do? Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, the best way to connect with me is on Instagram. So Claudia underscore L1, I'm sure. Like, And then I've got Facebook too, so I should put that down. I'm always open for any questions. Like, I still have some health and fitness knowledge, but it's mainly, my brain works mainly in business now. <laughs> um, but I do focus a lot of mindset, especially with my clients. Like, yeah, One thing I will add is... When someone's going, hey, I'm doing all the things in my business, um, but nothing's working, I'm like, are you training? Like, that's something I would actually ask them. They're like, no, I haven't trained in two weeks. I'm like, that's probably what it is. You don't feel like you're, you can tell your client's advice because you don't, you're not doing it yourself, mm. right? So mindset, fitness, it's, it's super important, yeah. whatever you do. Definitely. You want more years. You want to live long. You want to live longer than everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll leave it there for now. So thank you for that, Claudia. If you guys enjoyed this podcast, please uh, give us a five-star review. That helps me out. Uh, There's nothing else I can really tell you about this podcast but what you listen to. So thank you so much for your time. Take care, everybody, and uh, keep building momentum.